Welcome to this week's Crowd Church service. We are a digital church on a quest to discover how Jesus helps us live a more meaningful life. We are a community, a space to explore the Christian faith and a place where you can contribute and grow. Our service will last about an hour and in a few seconds we will start with a time of worship after which you will meet our hosts for our service who will introduce today's talk. After the talk, we head into Conversation Street, where we look at your stories and questions that you've posted in the comments throughout the live stream. I want to invite you to connect with us here at Crowd Church, and there are a few ways that you can do just that. Firstly, you can engage with Crowd from any device during our live stream. And if you're up for it, why not invite a few friends over and experience the service together? You see, church is all about connecting with God and connecting with others. And one of the easiest ways for you to do that is to also join one of our midweek groups where we meet online together to catch up and discover more about the amazingness of Christ. You can also subscribe to our podcast called What's the Story, where we deep dive into stories of faith and courage from everyday people. More information about all of these things that I've mentioned can be found on our website at www.crowd.church or you can reach us uh, on social media at Crowd Church. If you're new to Crowd or new to the Christian faith and would like to know what your next steps to take are, well, why not head over to our website crowd.church forward slash next for more details. And now, the moment you've been waiting for is here. Our online church service starts right now. Well, hello and welcome to Crowd Online Church. Great to see you. Great that you're here with us. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Matt Edmondson. I get to be part of the team here. And beside me, probably more importantly, uh, is Jan, Jan Birch. And Jan, your first time hosting Crowd, it welcome. Is. Thank you. You're in Thank the driving, well, I'm in the driving seat. You're in the passenger seat. <laughs> yeah. How does it feel? Yeah, scary. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, when you've got people uh, like Matt Crew in the comments, there's plenty to scared <laughs> about, isn't there, really? So, uh, very warm welcome to you. Do say hi to Jan uh, if you're in the comments. Uh, if you're watching us live, do come say hi in the comments. be great to hear from you. Um, yeah, and it's also Remembrance Sunday. We were just saying that, weren't we? Uh, yes. Um, yeah. I've not had, uh, I'm a little bit rushed tonight uh, getting the live stream ready for reasons which I won't bore you with, but uh, we're a little bit rushed, and mm -hmm. so I've not had a chance to get everything sorted out, one of which is the uh, minute silence that we normally mm. do on crowd. So I will try and resolve that whilst the talk is going on. Um, but yes, Remembrance Sunday. We're going to talk about that probably after the talk a little bit mm -hmm. more. So just to acknowledge that it is Remembrance Sunday, Poppy Sunday today. For those of you outside of the UK, uh, Remembrance Sunday is like um, our Memorial Sunday. What do they call it in the States? Memorial Day? Yeah. I think I'm it's Memorial sure. Day, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we call it Remembrance Sunday. So we remember the the ones that have gone before us and, you know, uh, sort of fought in wars and all that kind of stuff so that we can enjoy the freedoms that we have. Um, so, yeah, Remembrance Sunday, we've got Nicola in the comments. Evening, Nicola, or evening, La La, as we like to say. <laughs> Hi, Nicola. I've got Matt Crow in the comments. Hi, Matt. Uh, Matt's saying here, like, I can add this to the broadcast, saying, uh, welcome to the Crowd Church family, Jen. Ah, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. And Denny's actually, he's, he's, he's 
trying to he's like he's put jam birch legend yeah don't know how he knows that <laughs> is it not true <laughs> don't think so no <laughs> I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is, Jen. Mm. Uh, but yes, do say hi in the comments. Uh, so tonight, I've not prepped you for this, actually, but you do know what's coming up. I do. What's coming up? It's Chris Holcomb. The Right Reverend Chris Holcomb. Yeah. Say Right Reverend. Mm. <laughs> it's not a Right Reverend at all. No. Uh, Dr. Chris. In fact, he's gone... Mister. He's, he's gone beyond doctor now, hasn't Mister. he? Oh, is, is he a professor? I've no idea, but you don't call him Dr. Holcomb. You call him Mr. Holcomb. Mr. is a surgeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the UK, if you're watching outside of the UK, the way this mm. works is when you're a doctor, you're a doctor. You've got, you can call yourself a doctor. Mm -hmm. But then you, and you know this because you're in the medical field. Mm. Uh, after a while, you stop being a doctor and you become a mister again, don't you? Yeah. The more senior you are. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which is bizarre. <laughs> yeah. It's mainly to do with surgeon, surgery. Okay. Um, medical doctors tend to be doctor. But um, surgeons are Mr. or Miss. Yeah. So Mr. you you work really hard and go back to your original title. Of yeah. Mister. <laughs> yeah. All <laughs> the hard work. It's generally how it works. Mm. Um, so, yeah, Jenny's in the comments. Hey, Jenny, how you doing? Good to see you. Uh, always nice to see you. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So uh, we've got Mr. Chris Holcomb because he is <laughs> he's gone through the doctor bit and he's like, wow. he's a very good, yeah. he's a very good surgeon. He is. I believe he is. Yeah. Yep, so we've got Chris Holcomb tonight talk, carrying us on in our in our journey. I was going to say story. It's not a story. Uh, in our mm. journey through the book of Acts, uh, he is taking us forward. Um, evening, Matt, still feeling good about your new decade. Now, I'm assuming, Jenny, I'm going to put this on the broadcast because I can. I'm assuming you're talking to Matt Crew. Ah. Because Matt Crew, uh, yeah. who is yeah. always in the comments every week, Just turned 40. Yeah. Uh, I want you to know he is now <laughs> officially ancient. The man <laughs> who is constantly ragging me and teasing me about my age is now officially <laughs> ancient. He's now into his 40s. Life begins then? Apparently so. Uh, <laughs> apparently so. Uh, but yes, uh, I won't put back. <laughs> always put in the comments. Yeah. Uh, but yes, happy birthday to Matt Crew yeah, uh, from all of us here at Crowd Church, obviously. Now... Without further ado, let's get into uh, Chris Holcomb. So we're going to have a talk. Chris is going to uh, talk to us from the Book of Acts. We've been working our way through the Book of Acts. We are very near the end now. Uh, we're going to end the end of Jan, mm -hmm. Jan. Oh, okay, Matt. Uh, <laughs> so at the end of Jan, we've got it. So we're almost there. So Chris is going to take us on the next chapter. Jan and I will then be back for Conversation Street after Chris has done his talk so don't go anywhere. Do join us in the comments. Write any questions that you have, uh, any stories, anything you want to share. Put it in the comments. We'd love to see it. Uh, Jan and I will see you in there. But for now, here's Chris. Hello. It's a pleasure to have the opportunity to speak briefly on... Oh, sorry about that. I think I... <laughs> We're going to try Chris again, see how we get on. Hello, it's a pleasure to have the opportunity to speak briefly on Acts chapter 19, uh, a chapter full of action in the, in the early church and Paul's uh, missionary journeys. Let's start reading from the message of the first couple of verses. <clears throat> Paul made his way down through the mountains, came to Ephesus, and happened on some disciples there. First thing he said was, 
Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? Did you take God into your mind only? Or did you also embrace him with your heart? Did he get inside you? And it's absolutely key, this, the whole business of mind and heart. So faith, Christianity, is not just about head knowledge. It's not something that's theoretical, that's nice, that's interesting. It's not just a nice philosophy, but rather this is something about your heart. It gets inside you. This is something that's going to make a difference, something that I'm going to pursue, something that will change what I do, change my behaviour. We go on and read in in verse four. That explains it, said Paul. John preached a baptism of radical life change so that people would be ready to receive the one coming after him, who turned out to be Jesus. If you've been baptised in John's baptism, you're ready now for the real thing. You're ready for Jesus. And it's, it's that readiness now of actually your, your head says yes. Now it's your heart. Now, now you're ready for Jesus uh, to take all of you and uh, take your heart. But, but it's even more than that, because what comes with that is the Holy Spirit. When Jesus was still on earth, um, Jesus promised to leave us with the Holy Spirit. And in John 14, uh, verse 25 in the Gospel of John, we read the friend, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send at my request. I'm going to leave him with you. And it's that same Holy Spirit that changed a bunch of scared disciples that we read about at the beginning of Acts, a a, a bunch of scared disciples in the upper room, into a bunch of people who changed the world as we know it. So a a Holy Spirit that gives boldness, but a Holy Spirit who gives gifts. And again, reading from the message, a Holy Spirit who gives wise counsel, clear understanding, simple trust, healing the sick, miraculous acts, proclamation, distinguishing spirits, speaking in tongues. Gives us those gifts, gives us fruit. Uh, As we read in Galatians, where it says again from the message, uh, the Holy Spirit gives us affection for others, exuberance for life, willingness to stick with things, a sense of compassion in the heart, a loyal commitment. And if we know God, if we've been baptised in the Holy Spirit, if we've taken the Holy Spirit into our heart, it's that same Holy Spirit who we take with us into work when we go along there on a Monday morning. It's the same Holy Spirit who we take down the pub with us when we go for a drink with our friends, to the football, to that family gathering, because we are filled with the Spirit, whether we like it or not. This is the Spirit uh, given when Paul laid hands on the disciples in Ephesus. 
And, and Christianity isn't just about head knowledge. It, it, it's not just a nice philosophy, but about the whole, our whole lives, our heart, our mind, our soul, driven by the Holy Spirit. And that, what, that's what makes a difference to who we are, what we do. And, and it's that difference that makes people curious. So going down the chapter a little bit to verse 18, we read, Curiosity, curiosity about Paul developed into reverence for the master. And I find this a challenge. How do we make that link or how do we show to others that link between who I am, what I do and why I do it to Jesus? So people like, might like me. Um, they might think what I do is good. They might be curious about me, but, but, but how does that point to Jesus? How does that lead to reverence for the master, Jesus? And I think in many ways this is a two-parter. And first is who we are, how we behave. We will all be familiar with the phrase, uh, actions speak louder than words, and, and so it is. And this is the very foundation of being able to say anything because people are watching. Uh, friends, colleagues, that they're all watching. They're watching what we do, how we behave, the people at work, uh, our neighbours. Are you honest? Do you gossip? Do you do what you say you will? Do you care, really care? Do you demonstrate grace? And and what we read here in Acts 19 is that Paul's actions lay the foundation of his words. So, so we see him uh, in the meeting place arguing and convincing, but that's backed up by his actions. We read in verse 11, God did powerful things through Paul, quite out of the ordinary. And, and he was healing the sick and things that had been in his possession healed the sick. Uh, and we too can pray for those who are sick around us, pray for those in need, and see God move supernaturally. But actually, it's not only that, because what we might consider more mundane things are also quite out of the ordinary. And, and actually, that's really important as we live out our faith, our everyday life, our whole life faith, at work, in the neighbourhood, with our friends. So actually showing grace to our colleagues when they fail is, is out of the ordinary. Forgiving relatives when they mess up. Uh, demonstrating agape love, that love that we show without any expectation of return from those to whom we are loving. And at one level, these things are very ordinary. And yet, at another level, these are quite out of the ordinary, uncommon. 
almost unheard of in the secular world in which we uh, live. And it is, as we demonstrate being a Christian by our actions, so we come to the second part, so we can, we can speak, we can share the good news of the gospel. Our actions, our behaviour opens the way to discussion of our faith, to sharing its joy, to sharing its hardships, its uncertainties, its pain on occasion. But without that foundation of behaviour, we simply will not be heard. And again, that's capsulated in uh, in the New Testament in, in 1 John chapter 3, in verse 18, we read, Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and its truth. And it's as those two work together, hand in glove, that it's effective, that there's power, that there's reality. So let's pause for a moment. Um, we've heard the good news of the gospel. We understand it in our mind. But it goes further than that. We're then filled with the Holy Spirit. Our heart is changed. And when our heart is changed, our behaviour is changed. How we treat people is different which gives us the opportunity speak, to share the good news and at least potentially to be heard. It's easy to portray the gospel as all good news, somehow warm and fluffy like a big, big hug. And there's elements undoubtedly of that. But, but it's also, but it's, it, it's, all, it's not always that. For everyone and for those not always that for those who hold power and influence changing how things are done might be great for the poor for the less well paid but that has a consequence it reduces the profits for those at the top being honest exposing untruth will not be welcomed by many will not be welcomed by those who lose power, who lose influence, those who lose money. They're not going to be happy. And, and they're not going to go quietly. And uh, so it is in, in Ephesus, where we, we, we read about a riot erupting. Demetrius is uh, the local silversmith. He's got a good business going on with the idols he's creating. And... And he sees Paul having this influence, but very quickly sees his business disappearing, see, sees his profits disappearing. So, so stirs everyone up. Um, we, we, we have to stop this. Everyone knows Artemis is, is our God, but you know, we, we have to stop it. But of course, it's not about Artemis, it's about his profits. And that's, that's very often the case. And... Interesting reading this uh, again, uh, looking at this account of the, the riot. I was struck how much the account in Acts sounds like a modern day Twitter storm. Everyone getting involved, uh, everyone wading in. In uh, verse 32, again in the message read, uh, some were yelling one thing, 
uh, some another. Most of them had no idea what was going on or why they were there. That, it sounds very much like that social media echo chamber in full swing. Um, and, and those who are losing out are, are going to kick that off. They're not going to go easily. And, and that can be difficult. That, that costs. But doing the right thing is the right thing. And it's what God asks us to do. It's what God expects us to do. And there will be many, many around you at work, in your neighbourhood, who will be very grateful for that. But again, there are those who will not be grateful and who will kick up a storm in response. So in conclusion, we see faith, we see Christianity. It's not just this or that, but it's about this and that. It's not just about your mind or your heart, it's about your mind and your heart working together. It's not just actions or words, but it's both. It's action and words, one built upon the other. It's not just about being nice and, and forgiving everyone, or calling out injustice, but both. It's about love and forgiveness and calling out injustice. All of that powered by God's Holy Spirit. Thank you. So welcome back. Big thanks to Chris Holcomb for doing that talk. Mm. Uh, it's, um, it's, it, Doing these talks always requires a bit of effort and a bit of time and a bit of forethought. Uh, and so super grateful that Chris took the time to do that. Yeah. You, you took lots of notes. I did. <laughs> uh, lots and lots of notes. Mm -hmm. Now, what we're going to do before we get into Conversation Street, hopefully, uh, let me just do this. I am going to just queue up the video, he says. Hopefully this is going to work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going to queue up the video for Remembrance Sunday, uh, which is in here somewhere. So whilst I'm doing that, mm -hmm. you just talk about one of the things that you enjoyed from the video. Uh, okay. From Chris. Um, I found I found it very challenging. Chris is always challenging. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like he is, you know, very calm manner. But packs a punch. Yeah. You know, in there. So I found I found it challenging from the very beginning about is God have you taken God into your mind only? Yeah. Or is he in your heart also? Yeah. It's like oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, just, yeah, thanks, thanks, Chris. Yeah, thanks it's for just, uh, just challenging. Yeah, yeah. 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 We'll get into that. Mm -hmm. So what I want to do. Now, let me go back to this scene here and back to live mode. So hopefully those changes, mm -hmm. you didn't see me playing around with the system. Uh, hopefully <laughs> that was all fine day. So what we're going to do, because it is Remembrance Sunday, 
Uh, we are just going to take a few moments to remember those that have gone before us. And to do that, we're going to play the video uh, called The Last Post, which is the theme. I'll explain it on the video. So we're going to play that. We're going to have a minute silence. Mm. Um, then we're going to have the rails. Then Jan and I will be back after this. So uh, it is Remembrance Sunday here in the UK. We're just going to take a few seconds, a few minutes mm. to remember those who have given the well, given a lot, uh, whether it's their life, mm. uh, whether uh, it's just been a little mm. part of their soul, you know, uh, and they've come back very different people yeah. uh, in modern times. Um, but a lot of people are doing a, fighting a lot of conflicts mm. around the world for our freedom. And so uh, it's time to remember those, especially with all the wars that are going on yeah. in um, Israel, Gaza. We've got mm. Russia, Ukraine. We've got um, Sudan. Mm. I mean, the, this crazy stuff. Uh, going off around the world so yeah. let's spend some time remembering those that have gone let's spend some time remembering those who, have, who are in conflict at the moment and pray for peace um and then jan and i will be back after this hopefully this works fine <laughs>
Okay, welcome back. Uh, hopefully that worked uh, <laughs> from a technical point of view. Sorry again for not checking that. Now I just want to read this. On this Remembrance Sunday, we stand in a solemn congregation, bridging the past and present in our collective memory. We, we remember not only the brave souls of a bygone era, but also our contemporary heroes who have faced the harrowing crucibles of conflict. Mm -hmm. Many did not return, leaving a part of themselves on dis distant battlefields. Others came back forever changed, carrying invisible yet indelible marks of war. Today we honor their courage, their resilience, and their immense sacrifices. We remember those who stood valiantly in the face of adversity, fighting for the freedoms we so clearly cherish. And we acknowledge the profound cost of such bravery, not just in lives lost, but in futures altered and in dreams deferred. We will remember them, not just as a phrase, but as a solemn pledge to recognize all who have given so much for so many. On this day, our gratitude is deep and our remembrance resolute, spanning across all generations of heroes. And so it is... I. I I am a fan is a wrong phrase, Jen. I do like to take a bit of time on Remembrance yeah, Sunday. Me too. Um, just to remember those. And so should we pray and then we'll mm -hmm. get into Conversation Street? Do you mm -hmm. want to pray or do you want me to pray? Yeah, you, you pray. <laughs> it's your yeah. first Sunday after all. Don't want to throw you in the deep end. <laughs> yeah, Father, thank mm -hmm. you for those who have given mm -hmm. so much, whether it was their life, whether it was just they've left part of them on the battlefield. Um, and Father, thank you for those that have fought for our freedoms. You know, many wars are unjust, and some of them are just, and people are always hurt, mm -hmm. people are always scarred on both sides of the fence. And Lord, we pray for peace at this time. We remember the conflicts that are going on around the world, and as we remember some of the the wars from the past. Yeah. Uh, we also remember the wars that are going on at the moment. And Lord, we pray for your intervention. We pray you would intervene. We pray for mm. wisdom for leaders. Mm -hmm. We pray for bravery for those who are involved uh, and courage to do what is right and just. Amen. 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 Very good. And on that note, we will get into Conversation Street. So... <laughs> you are you singing Coronation Street? I was because it's very similar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is very similar. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know what Coronation Street is, you might as well you might have to explain that. Coronation Street is a uh, soap opera, um, a show in the UK which has been going for Ever. years, all of my life. At least twenty-one years. I think Noah was in the Coronation Street. <laughs> some of the early, some of the early Enid episodes. Enid Sharples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. So yes, uh, <laughs> Coronation Street. I don't recommend you watch it. No, it's a bit depressing. <laughs> it's a little bit like most soap operas. To yeah. Be fair. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. That was just a bit random singing Coronation <laughs> Street. I've not had that before, but that's awesome. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> we definitely need a theme tune for. It's got to be that. I'll get Josh to write one. We used to have one. Um, what was that theme tune we used for ketchup? Maybe we could use that. I'll find oh, it. Uh, mm -hmm. We'll find that out. I'll get Josh to sort it out. <laughs> uh, so, yes, Conversation Street. So, what did you think to Chris's talk? Uh, you started off yeah. by saying that you thought it was very challenging. It was very challenging. And I thought, thought he did 
you know, it was excellent. Um, yeah, just the whole thing to start with, you know, that we have to, it, it's not just a one-off thing when you first become a Christian. Yeah. Um, but our minds sometimes can take over mm-hmm. our hearts, you know, mm-hmm. that our heart can disengage. Yeah. Um, I, well, I know that for me, um, some some things are head knowledge and, you know, you have to push through for the heart. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? I, mm. the, the the longest distance is from here to here. Mm. So I can't remember who once said it, but yeah. somebody said the longest distance is from your head to your heart. Yeah. And actually getting something in here mm-hmm. versus just here mm. is really hard to do. It is. Right. It is. Um, and, but it's where the challenge, it's where the life changes. Mm. Right. This is, this is where Absolutely. God dwells. Um, mm. God also dwells in our minds. He helps us, mm. you know, we have the mind of Christ. We have the wisdom of Christ. Mm. It's not like we, we, we take God out of our thinking, mm. but there is something about a heart change in Christianity, isn't there? Absolutely. Um, yeah. That is that is quite extraordinary. And that's where the Holy Spirit, mm. it seems, uh, operates mm. most effectively is in is in our yeah. hearts. What heart yeah. changes have you experienced? Yeah, lot lots over the years, I would say. Um, I think, I think when I first got married. Um, to I was, wonderful Tim. I was challenged uh, quite a lot. I think I had prejudices that mm. I wasn't aware of um, and was frightened of maybe certain certain people groups or yeah. not, not, not traveling or anything, but there was some things or looking into other religions. You know, I was I was quite skeptical. I was very mm. quite afraid of that. Yeah. Um, but I'm not I'm not advocating it, but I'm just saying Yeah. It's okay, we're safe, we're it's okay yeah. to, to ask questions and yeah, yeah. you know, so That's an interesting one, isn't it? Because mm. I think a lot of people struggle with mm. that aspect of the ability to question mm. and the ability to search as a Christian. It's like, well surely I should yeah. know what it is. Um and people really mm. struggle to to have that sort of freedom. Mm. Uh you know, almost like God's going to get them. If yeah, do. absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's uh, it's not healthy at all, is it? No. Uh, and if God doesn't, if someone in church will. You know, it's, yeah. it's it's legalistic, it's fear-based. And I think God is, you know, it's God who gives us our minds, our spirits, our personalities. And he knows, mm. He's and he's secure with us asking questions, you know. He'd rather that than us do things without fully understanding or embracing it, you know, mm. properly. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. You read mm. through the book of Psalms and there's David just asking mm. thousands and thousands of questions. Mm. God seems okay with that. <laughs> you know, uh, church sometimes yeah. isn't. Um, but God on the whole is. Mm. Uh, and I think asking those questions is um, is totally mm-hmm. fine. Uh, what's Matt put here? Please don't sing, we can't afford the royalties. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, head knowledge of God is quite easy, but, uh, having God in your, uh, I'm guessing that's, uh, heart, uh, is coming up there. So yeah, Mm. let's put that on the broadcast. Head knowledge of God is quite easy, but I, uh, I find, but having God in your heart, I'm imagining is what Nicola's going to say there, Mm -hmm. um, is not always as straightforward. Have you found that? I have found that, um, I think, I think we, 
you know, we're very um, professional about being Christian sometimes. <laughs> I love um, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we can go through the motions, can't we, without yeah. really, you know, it, it's just a decision. It's just something we have to do. Yeah. Um, but we can remain untouched mm. by by things and yeah so uh, i don't think that's that's how it should be i'm not saying that we should be emotional um <laughs> you know wrecks every day or that's good because I, I don't think i could do no that. me neither but i th i think it take you know we're we're one person but we're made up of different parts and it's yeah. it's opening the door to all of that isn't yeah it, it is i love that so many people are professional Christians. Mm. Well, it is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Have you seen that a lot? Yeah. So how do you, if head knowledge is easy, which is something Chris was talking about, mm. um, but heart knowledge, uh, having God in your heart is, because it's, it's it like you say, it's easy to go, yeah, well, you know, I can mentally mm. ascend to God doing dot, dot, dot. But when there's a heart change required, that's where we wrestle. Mm. So how do, how do you get it from here to here? Have you done that? I think I think it's got to be um, trusting God and um, you know spending time with Him. When you know someone, you're more likely to trust them mm. and be prepared to take that next yeah. step. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, very true. When you know someone, you're more prepared to trust them. Uh, and that uh, oh here we go uh mm. just reading what the rest of what nicola's put here so uh head knowledge of god mm. is quite easy but having god in your heart is a completely different thing and place to be yes that's oh, true so. i can put that on there um yes it is and i think um it's worth the time and investment to do that and yeah. um allowing the holy spirit to do that transforming work mm. and so this is where uh we get back to what chris mm. was talking about because Actually, he was he was bringing up those scriptures like one John three eighteen mm -hmm. about um, our Christian faith not just being words only, mm. but actually also based on actions. So mm -hmm. there's there's what we say and there's what we do, and those yeah. two things have to marry up, right? And this is where I think your comment coming back to it, the professional Christians. This mm -hmm. is where professional Christians struggle is because what they say and what they do don't yeah marry up don't marry up, do they? Mm. Whereas um, what we do and how we act has got to tie into our words. So, um, and this is this is probably the hardest thing mm. because this is, and this is where Christians get called hypocrites a lot, right? Mm. So we may profess to be a Christian, and mm. I think the example that Chris gave was uh, giving grace to people when they when they mess up, and yeah. you leaned over to me and said, "Oh, you don't do that." <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't, Matt. <laughs> Uh, in a jokey kind of way, I just want to say. <laughs> but it is, in, it, it is one of those mm -hmm. things, isn't it? It's like, yes, we are Christians. Yes, we believe God. But mm. um, I also have my right to have my pound of flesh from that person over there if they didn't do what I said. Um, and so it's a, that's where heart, head knowledge and heart mm. start to wrestle, right? Definitely. And... Um... I think it's called integrity. That's um, <laughs> true. Um, so true. You know, it's it's okay being one thing, but you, you know, you've got to be that when the you know when you're paying your window cleaning bill, mm. um, 
whatever's going on, you know, when you're in the car and the person in front of you didn't indicate and, you know, things like that bug me. But we should be the same person. We should. We should. Yeah, you know. I, I really need to make note of that because I'm definitely not the same person when I drive sometimes. Okay, well, that's just not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. My daughter looks at me sometimes and questions whether I'm actually a Christian yeah. when I drove. Uh, which is not, I mean, it, you know, it's not great. I joke about it, but, um, mm. uh, you know, it is it is one of those things where you're right. The way we are in every aspect of our yeah. life, we want it to mirror the gospel. That's I right. do think sometimes mm. if Jesus was, dri was driving a car, he would have a he would have a word with a few people on occasion. <laughs> of course. There's righteous anger. Isn't <laughs> <it>? <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's what you're talking about then. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably it's fair play, really. It's fair play. Um that no, is fair play. But it's interesting, isn't it? This uh I think it's there's this really interesting analogy that I heard once, mm. uh, which I think is so true. And that is um when the pressure is applied to us, what's on the inside comes out, mm -hmm. right? So the analogy was a, a squeezy ketchup bottle, mm. right? It's not until you turn it upside down and squeeze it that you find out what's really on Try. the inside. Yeah. You could have, yeah. you know, a, a ketchup label on the outside, mm -hmm. but it's not until the pressure is applied that you find out what's Try. really on the inside. And with yeah. Christians, I find it's the same. We, mm -hmm. we say we are Christians that, you know, that yeah. blah, 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 and all of this stuff. But when the pressure is applied to us, when we get squeezed a little bit, mm. what's really in us starts to come That's out. That's right, yeah. And quite often what, what's in us is not ketchup. No, no. <laughs> it's, um, it's, and it's really not good. No. Uh, and, it's, and we know what comes out of us because of what we say, right? So um, out of the abundance of the heart, the mm. mouth speaks, That's the Bible right. tells us in Proverbs. And so it's in those precious situations. Mm. It's how you talk mm -hmm. that you kind of go, that's a real indicator of maybe something inside that needs to change. So if, um, you know, I might moan when somebody cuts me up, but I, mm -hmm. I'm, what I am really aware of is if anything slightly hateful or hurtful mm -hmm. starts to come out of my mouth, that's when I'm going and going, God, I, there's something in here that needs to change inside me because that's a heart thing. That's right. um, yeah. And so when the pressure's apply, applied, uh, that's when we find out what really, really makes us. And this is where behavior mm -hmm. um, has to match what we believe, right? Sure. So um, what we say yeah. and how we act is super, super important. Of course. I, I think, um, you know, what Chris said as well, was that whether we like it or not, when we, you know, when we profess to be Christians, when people that we work with know that we're Christians, they are watching us. Yeah. And your neighbors are watching and um, your family who aren't Christians are watching you. Yeah. And it, it seems a bit unfair, but it's that's the way it is. And um, I used to really struggle with this at work. Um, I've never I've never been someone who swore a lot or mm. anything. It wasn't that. But it was some days, you know, it, work is just tough. Yeah. It's it's tough, but I, when I was an, a young Christian, I kind of felt that I, I didn't want to be a bad witness. Yeah. So I felt like I had to always be happy, always yeah. be um, on things, always you know on time, blah blah blah, all good things. 
But actually, there, you are a human being. Yeah. And I think we will all get it wrong. We will lose our temper. We will get impatient. We will be sarcastic um, or gossip, you know. Uh, okay, but I think it's then recognizing that and saying, oh, I messed up there. Yeah. And I've sometimes apologized to work colleagues for being impatient mm. or um, I'm not saying, you know, it happens all the time, but I think it's okay. We are human. Yeah. We are going to blow it, you know. Yeah. Um, But I think it's also important to be humble enough to say I'm really sorry, you know. Totally. Totally agree. Mm. It's really powerful, isn't it, that I think sometimes it's when I've gone back to people and apologised mm. that that actually becomes the most powerful way. Yeah, absolutely. Because people go, well, yes, you are human. Mm. No, you're not perfect. But the fact that you're big enough to come and apologise, that yeah. says a lot. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I, th I think, again... What was it Chris mm -hmm. said? The right th you do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. That's right. Right. Yeah. And um yeah. and yeah, I I think we, we so I it's interesting how you put it because you talked mm -hmm. about how you felt like you needed to act and be mm -hmm. a certain way to mm -hmm. be a good witness. Like trying to act and be yeah. something that we're not. Yeah, it's a big pressure. It's a yeah. massive pressure, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And actually, um, and I was, I think I was the same way for a long time. Mm. And it's, it's almost like I had to protect God's reputation yeah, somehow. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, um, and actually, <laughs> as the older I've got, the more I've realized that I'm not sure I was protecting anything. <laughs> 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 to be fair, yeah. I, I think that probably I was doing slightly more damage because people, because yeah. this again comes back to the comment you made earlier about yeah. professional Christians, you know. Um, but mm -hmm. I think, and people, the other thing is people look at it and go, well, you know, mm. if I need to become a Christian, I've got to live like that guy. That's I've right. got to be totally perfect. I can't, mm. you know, I can't do drink. No. I can't do drugs. I can't, I can't even take an aspirin. Mm. I can't sniff alcohol. You know, I can only wear white, whatever it is, you know, whatever those beliefs are, yeah, yeah. Um, which are not, I mean, don't do drugs, obviously, but the rest mm. of it, we could probably have a conversation about. Um, but it's one of those where mm. I think, we give this impression to people mm. that they have to be something that they're That's not right. to be a Christian yeah. when actually God just wants you authentic right. you, right? Yeah. Cause I think if we continue down that road, we're setting people up to fail and it's very unattractive. Yeah. It's very unrealistic. Um, you know, I, I, you are what you are. Yes. We, I think we do have a, um, I do, we do have a responsibility in how what language we use and, you know, if we're kind to people and that's a choice that we make every day. Yeah. Um, you know, but those things are really important, but we, you know, God, there's grace, isn't there? There is. God shows us grace. We can show it to other people and ourselves. Yeah. I think... Someone once said, um, you know, if you treat yourself like you would your best friend. Yeah. Because we can all be so hard on ourselves. Yeah. Um, I um, particularly struggle with that. Are you your worst enemy? Your yeah. own worst enemy? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm. You know, call yourself stupid, don't you? Oh, what a flippant idiot. And um, you just have a need a bit more grace for it for mm. ourselves. Mm. Um, 
yeah. I think that's one of the works that the Holy Spirit does in you, isn't it? Is actually you. It's really interesting that you, in Christianity, one of the things that I, one of the transforming works I think of the Holy Spirit is mm. you start to see yourself the way the Holy Spirit sees mm. you, right? Now, for me, this is what humility is, mm -hmm. right? So uh, I've heard people talk about humility in a way that is basically them talking down about themselves, yeah. right? So yeah, yeah. for me to be humble, I have to say negative mm. or bad things about mm. myself. But I'm not convinced that's what humility no, is um, no. on any kind of level. Now, I'm not, no. you know, the Bible says we should think think of ourselves uh, soberly, not more highly than mm -hmm. we ought to, but think of ourselves sober, soberly, yeah. uh, which is probably a great expression. But mm -hmm. humility is not me saying I'm rubbish. No. Um, humility is me saying I feel this way about myself, mm. but... That's not the way God sees me. Yeah. So humility is seeing something not as you want to see it, but seeing it as God yeah, sees it. Absolutely. So, you know, the example of going back to the co-worker, co-worker, God would ask for you to give grace to that mm. co-worker, even though you might want your pound of flesh. Mm -hmm. Well, humility is saying, not my will, but your will be That's done. Right. right? It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. saying, God, I'll do it your way. Yeah. But conversely, when it comes to yourself, mm -hmm. humility is not necessarily saying negative things or bad things about you. No. Humility is saying what God says about That's you. That's right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I much prefer that. I actually annoys me when people are self-deprecating at times. Mm. And I, I can do it. That's what annoys me about myself. It's actually, you know, it, it, it just doesn't, the atmosphere is not great when people are saying, oh, I'm so rubbish, I'm... I failed again. Um, mm. You know, I can't do anything. Well, you know, it's it's almost like you've got to nip that in the bud. Yeah. Yeah. You, what you did wasn't the greatest thing, but let's move on. Uh, you are actually great. You know, most of the time, mm. you are kind. You're loving. You're, you know, you're very respectful. Mm. So it's getting it into perspective and. You know, God God doesn't wash his hands of us, does he? When we, well, no, you know. I'm very grateful that he doesn't. No, but, me too. We wouldn't grateful. be here, would we? <laughs> but the thing about forgiveness is, you know, when God forgives you of your sin, uh, you, one could argue that God did that 2,000 years ago. Mm -hmm. Right? So you've already been forgiven of the sin yeah. that you are asking God for forgiveness for. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, this I, I appreciate this semantics, and there's different ways theologically to look at this. But... One of the things that happens is when you go to God to confess your sin and he forgives you, mm -hmm. the question always then is, do you receive that? In the sense that if he forgives you, mm. you're no longer worthless. You're no longer a failure. You're, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This is all the self-talk that we bring to yeah. it. Actually, what God says is, no, you're righteous. You're yeah. made whole in Christ. You know, you are a new creation. That's right. All things possible to him who believes. We're not, you know, in mm -hmm. him we're more than conquerors. You know, by grace you are saved. And we could just go yeah. on and on and talk about all the That's things the that truth. God says. Yeah. And so forgiveness often for me is the reconciling mm -hmm. back mm -hmm. of my vision or my mm -hmm. understanding of my own self in relation right. to God. Yeah, yeah. Now, I appreciate that there is sin and that sin is evil, evil. And in sin, no good thing can dwell, no. right? Um, and I'm not justifying or excusing any no. kind of sin in me, but I'm also no. aware of God's reconciliation. 
um, and his ability to mm-hmm. uh, to change my life, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and bring around that. I think yeah. when we get to heaven, mm-hmm. um, you know, we pray the Lord's Prayer, don't we? Yeah. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. So you, you, quite often I find myself, I wonder what it's like in heaven. Yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> Because if I'm praying, you know, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's like I'm praying for that now, yeah. to experience that now here on earth. I wonder what heaven's actually like. No. And I don't, I don't think there's a lot of complaining in heaven. I think there's a lot of rejoicing. I think there's a lot of praise. I think, I think it's going to be absolutely amazing. I think, um, you know, it's just going to be everything and more. You know, um, I've no idea what that really looks like. I know it, there'll be people singing and it'll be peaceful and I think there'll be beautiful water. And you know what I think? What, what? I'd like is... Chocolate. No. <laughs> is wild animals roaming around, you know, uh, like okay. like we see cats and dogs in the yeah. street. I think there'll be lions and things, tigers. Yeah. That absolutely thrills me, but then they won't kill me, or because I'll already be dead. But they'll be tame, if you know what I mean. Tame, well, yeah, absolutely. Be like heaven's one big safari park. That that's what I'm looking forward to. Is all I know, Jen, is I'm Mm. gonna slide down those streets of gold in my socks. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm just gonna keep on going, and we're gonna have sliding contests. I think it's gonna be great fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nicholas said here when I was up last week, which she was in Liverpool, mm. uh, she was with Sharon and I put myself down quite badly. Oh, here we mm. go. And Sharon said, don't talk about my friend like that. That's right. Uh, and since then, I've been uh, a bit more careful about how I talk about yeah, me. Good. Absolutely, Nicola. Probably so too. Don't talk about my friend like that. Love yeah, that though. That Sharon's hot on this. Sharon's my wife, by the way. Yeah, if you're new go to on, Shazza. Yeah, she won't let you talk no, to yourself like that. absolutely. Um, she's not a fan of it. So... What time is it? Goodness me, time has flown by at a million miles an hour. Anything else in your notes in the last in the closing minutes? Um, I just think um, what Chris said: our actions and our behaviours then open up the doorway for us to be able to share our faith. Yeah. Um, there's, I think, so many people say, "Oh, I really, really struggle to tell." You know, they know I'm a Christian at work. Or my neighbours, mm. but I find it hard to um, to the, go with the step further. Um, but I I just think it it's about spending time with people. Mm. Um, yeah, we're you know in in work you might only have ten minutes here and there or on your break or, but I think I think it's okay to you know meet up with people for a coffee at work yeah. and. Just get to know them, let them get to know you. And then I think naturally then, you know, what did you do at the weekend? Um, what's going on in your family? You know, you know, just being real, being honest about sharing, letting people in. Yeah. And I think um, as we do that more, then the conversation will change. You know, it'll get a bit more, a bit deeper, it'll... It will be about God. Yeah. Not all the time, yeah. you know. But I think I think of you know, it's like laying the foundation. Yeah, it is. Um, and then building those relationships. Absolutely, absolutely, very good. 
Well, how was your, uh, we've got a few, a few minutes before I need to say goodbye. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of curious, how was your first time? I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's amazing how quick it goes, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming to Crowd. And it oh, says here in you. my notes, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jan, but you're hosting next week. I am with you. Is it you again? Is it me and you again I next think week? So. Fab. <laughs> this is just the warm up. Next week's going to be even better. Yeah. Got more jokes coming next week. It's John Harding next week. It, it, yep. it is. You're right. Look at mm, that. I've yeah. done my homework. <laughs> Showing me up now because I obviously <laughs> clearly haven't uh, done my homework. Uh, mm -hmm. I do it on the fly as we're, as we're looking at mm -hmm. these things now. Uh, yes, that's it. Next week we have John Harding speaking, carrying on our book, uh, our book, carrying on our journey through the book mm -hmm. of Acts. We've got Paul's farewell speech <gasps> uh, next week. Then after that, we've got Anna Kettle speaking. We've got uh, I'm doing one. Sharon's doing one. We've got right. Pete Farrington. And then it's Christmas. Hooray! Christmas. Cool. I'm starting to feel. I'm starting to feel a little bit Christmassy now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not getting. I'm not getting too into it no, just yet. Um, I'm but not, I'm starting yeah. to feel a little bit Christmassy, which mm -hmm. is. Do you like Christmas, Matt? I proper love it. Yeah, I do as well. Proper love. I like Christmas. the lights and yeah. the music. And the magic stuff. of it. The magic of Christmas. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I, we, it's our Josh's birthday, late November, so yeah. we tend not to think about Christmas until, until we've got that's through that. Done, yeah, so yeah. in December, we'll be. I'll be wearing the Christmas jumpers. <laughs> no uh, of which you have, you've got a few of. I've got a fair few Christmas jumpers. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I've not bought one for a few years. Mm. Um, I sort of put a moratorium on me buying uh, more Christmas jumpers because <laughs> yeah. you know, frankly, I've got four thousand of them. Um, <laughs> But um, yeah. yeah, so we've got all that coming up. So yeah, do mm -hmm. come and join Jan mm -hmm. and myself next week uh, as we converse, uh, as we converse uh, about John Harding's talk. I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be here to uh, just keep it all <laughs> safe and running smoothly and watching Matt. Yeah, keep the ship moving forward. That's uh, that's what we have. Frightening you. me now. Yeah. <laughs> Frightening myself, if I'm honest with you. That's okay. Uh, coming up next week, we've talked about promote the Zoom. Yes, if you would like to join us uh, midweek, we have midweek groups online that do uh, community online. If you'd like to know more about that, do get in touch with us. Uh, you can find out more information on the website, which is to come up on the screen. If you're watching the video, www.crowd.church, if you're listening to the audio. Or you can reach out to us on social media at Crowd Church. Uh, that's also on your screen. Uh, and we would love to hear from you. I'll let you know the Zoom links and all that sort of stuff. Just get in touch with us um, and we would love to hear from you. You can also reach out to us uh, if you have any prayer requests. We've had people emailing us this week uh, and people can WhatsApp us. The WhatsApp numbers on the website. We have people connecting with us via WhatsApp, uh, which is always great from around the world. Always love getting those messages. Uh, so, yes. You can reach out to us through the website, mm. www.crowd.church or via social media at CrowdChurch. We would love to hear from you. That's it from me. That's it from Jan. I'm just going through the comments. I think I've got them all. I think I have. Uh, so I'm going to click this button on here. Anything else from you in closing? No, just thank, thanks for having me. It's been well, great. 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 <laughs> Share your love for Jan. All right, we'll see you later. Mm. Have a great week. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us here on Crowd Church. Now, if you are watching on YouTube, make sure you 
hit the subscribe button as well as that little tiny bell notification to get notified the next time we are live. And of course, if you are listening to the podcast, uh, the live stream podcast, make sure you also hit the follow button. Now, by smashing the like button on YouTube or writing a review on your podcast platform, it helps us reach more people with the message that Jesus really does help us live a more meaningful and purposeful life. So if you haven't done so already, be sure to check out our website, www.crowd.church, where you can learn more about us as a church, more about the Christian faith, and also how to connect into our church community. It has been awesome to connect with you and you are awesome. It's just a burden you have to bear and hopefully we'll see you next time. That's it from us. God bless you. Bye for now.